You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning, welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Also get us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago, YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of the cathedral, doing solo today. Mark Teresi, unable to join. We are taping this on the Monday after Thanksgiving, and this is airing on, of course, now Thursday, November 30th. So three-day difference, but I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving a week ago today. The history of a city is not a straightforward narrative. Holy Ground outlines the story of Chicago from the perspective of the Catholics between the early years, 1800s to 1960s. Packed with engaging historians, Holy Ground is a feature-length documentary taking the audience through the events that shaped the Windy City and correlating Catholic relationship with Chicago. Appearing in the studio is the film's director, Michael Joles. Michael, welcome to the program this morning. Thank you for having me. How are you? Sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> Full. We did this the Monday after Thanksgiving. Who scheduled this? Yeah, exactly. I think it was a Clint and uh, Brian that yeah, did uh-huh. this, or Michael. And, uh, in fact, my brother said on Thanksgiving, he ate so much, even his shoes were tight. <laughs> and uh, But it was how quickly comes and goes now begin this weekend coming up, the season of Advent. Mm. And less than a month is Christmas morn. And uh, before we get into the documentary, Michael, what is your background? Where are you from? How did you get interested in this whole area? Uh, well, I'm from Chicago you know, originally. Um, so I grew up here, was raised around here. Um, and the interest in this history... Um, or in filmmaking or documentaries. The filmmaking interest started um, like middle school. Okay. Yeah. That that's when I first was like, oh, I kind of want to do this. I've always was interested in films. Always liked movies and was and was uh, aware of filmmaking. I was first grade when I saw Toy Story, which is a great movie, but I remember seeing it in the theater, thinking. Wow, because computer graphics were, you know, I knew how drawn animation was, but to right. see it in a computer animated form just, so I was conscious of what filmmaking was, but eventually around, it was like sixth grade, it was like. And where'd you go to high school? Northridge, uh, which is in Niles, right exactly. near Golf Mill. Oh, sure. So yeah. you are from the Chicagoland area. Yeah. yeah. I was born and raised in Park Ridge, and you were from? Uh, Wilmette Skokie area. Oh, that area. Too. Yeah. Now, obviously, now you fast forward, and holy ground how did it get its beginnings? So, uh, as far as local history is concerned, I want the, the, the authentic answer and the long answer was, I want to say 
So production started April 2021. Okay. But it like started summer 2013. Okay. How Way did back when. Uh, so at the time, there was some chatter. We had just done one local history piece um, that was affiliated with St. Joe's and Wilmette. And as a joke, as you normally do, it's always oh, a sequel. You could, I mean, that's a running joke that everyone talks about. Oh, make a sequel to whatever. <laughs> but there was some, well, what if you were to do another one? And it would center on Billy Caldwell and Chief Sauganash, or Chief Sauganash, the same person, but I didn't know that at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was talked about periodically throughout 2013 and 14 and 15 and 16 and 17 and 18, 19. Once every two years it would come up. I admittedly flirted with the idea, but I didn't want to do it. Uh, I didn't see a story there because it was, it was, it would have been done in the context of a parish history Mm -hmm. and I didn't see a, a connection. We finished this movie and I still don't see a connection between the two. I never really saw is like, well, it's it's a historical story and you have parish story. I, I was like, sorry, I just see people got together. They pooled their money and they built a church. That's it. It's a 90 second video. <laughs> and it wasn't until April 2021 that and it, it involves the right people, the right person. Mm-hmm. Um, Christine Wolflick, who had worked with me way back when on the documentary that I did for affiliate with St. Joe's. Which in was 2013. Called, in two, yeah, 2013 was called Cathedral of the North Shore. And she encouraged me. She says, I was thinking maybe we should do something and affiliated with St. Mary of the Woods. Mm-hmm. And the first words out of my mouth were, no, we've tried this. It isn't going to work. Will you please give it a shot? So I sat down with, well, first thing I did was I went, I was like, all right, you're asking me sincerely to do this. I will give it a shot. So I went to the uh, Chicago Library, the Edgebrook location. You were right in Devon. Yep. Grabbed every um, local history book I could find. Um, not Chicago history, but just uh, about Edgebrook and mm-hmm. Saugenash. And I laid it all out. Blank sheet of paper. Got uh, Queen of All Saints' parish history, St. Mary of the Woods' parish history. Sheet of paper, tall glass of what well, we won't talk about that. <laughs> and just started to notarize everything. The next day or like a day or two later, I went in and I said, my answer is still the same. Unless if St. Mary of the Woods wants to do the history of their parish and wants to do a deep dive, you got to go all the way back and be okay taking a backseat in your own story. Hmm. Oh, so what do you mean by that? So it's basically... You're in the area. You're on Edgebrook, which is part of the Caldwell Reserve, Billy Caldwell, Chief Sauganash, the land, the negotiation. You all are telling the story, but you don't come in until the end. Please say no, please say no, please say no. We love that. I'm like, oh, here we go. (laughs) Right away. It's like, okay, I guess we're doing this. So, and then it was, I mean, a lot of it was a research project before really filming, but then also you learn a lot in, you know, the... As a younger filmmaker, you think you have to know everything before you film. That's, you know, and an amateur exactly. makes that mistake. I've gotten to the point where, no, in the process of making the film, you're going to learn what you need to, you know, you're going to learn the history along the way. What I found, uh, Michael, and that is I was blessed to be involved with Seymour of the Woods from 1992 to 1997 as the associate pastor in January of 97. Father Leo Mann retired. I stepped in as the fourth pastor of Seymour of the Woods. I would always tell people 
that Edgebrook is the best kept secret in the Chicagoland area. It's just nestled in on the northwest side, and it seems like people know about Edgebrook, but they really don't know about Edgebrook. So it's like a city within a city, or it feels like a suburb within the city. And I love you how you took the angle, St. Mary of the Woods telling the own, their own story, looking back because of the larger history. And in doing the entire documentary, which first of all, when the smoke clears, and we'll have an, we'll, there's an airing coming, we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks, how long is this documentary? It, it clocks in at 100 minutes. And you thought you could barely come up with 90 seconds. It's an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. That's amazing. In all the research you did, and you had to do a tremendous amount of research to pull this whole project together, what surprised you the most in all your findings? Well, I mean, you know, the five minutes into it, realizing that Billy Caldwell and Chief Sarganesh are the same person. <laughs> I've only worked here for like how, you know, I, I worked at Queen of All Saints for nine years. <laughs> I had worked in the Chicagoland area for how long? I, I dabbled with um, some Wilmette, Glenview, Skokie history. And then just to, like, oh, so that was, that was the biggest shocker. Like, oh, Caldwell Avenue and the Sauganet. Never mind. Okay. So that was always the biggest shocker to me going like, all right, this is going to take a while to do. Um, For example, you've you been know, on Devon. The, you, or not Devon. You have on uh, uh, Caldwell, named the street Caldwell, the Billy Caldwell golf course there. Right. And Caldwell Street you yeah. know, or Caldwell Avenue runs right there into Peterson. Yeah. Um, and that was part of the, the story too. Well, it, so to answer – let me answer another question to answer that. Mm -hmm. One of the important things in doing this documentary was finding engaging speakers. So what you were talking about, the Edgebrook area, we can just put that on camera or we can put that into context where people understand it and it's interested uh, in, in, in that, uh, in, in what they're talking about, understanding what, what makes Edgebrook kind of this best-kept secret suburb of the city of Chicago. Really? A suburb of city? And, and it was making that history sound interesting. And that was one of the main things that surprised me was that so much – I think history is, is, is something that looks stale. But until you really dig into it, until you have the right context in which you see it, then it becomes interesting. And there was a lot of times throughout making the film where certain elements of the story that we don't give much attention to – or that we, we don't really think about it, it's just a, a name that it's, oh, there's a real deep history there, but you have to get it in the context of it. Mm -hmm. So I hope that made sense. It does. But, in fact, it, uh, and I just find that in doing this whole documentary, of course, you focused in on the Edgebrook, of course, Billy Caldwell, Chief Sauganash, but then you move it up north. Talk about that. You get out of the Edgebrook area and you move beyond that region. You, and you, you connect it. Well, okay. And that was a little bit because I knew, I knew that history and I could like, well, it, I can parallel it. Mm -hmm. It's one thing, oh, I can tell you a story, but it's another thing I can tell you a story. And now let me give you an example. And that's where we talk about Skokie or rather the Gross Point territory. Now, if you're from, well, Matt, Glenview, Northfield, Skokie, Winneka, you know of Gross Point Road. Well, mm -hmm. there was a suburb called Gross Point. It does not exist anymore. Wait, wait, the time out. There was a there suburb? There was a suburb called Gross Point. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, but it does. It it was it was uh, annexed, and Evanston took a chunk of it. Wilmette took a big chunk of it. And then Gross Point, the city itself, went away. That the name correct. Now yeah, that, well, the street still exists. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's a big yeah. street there. But it was known oh, as sure. the Gross Point territory with an e at the end of it because exactly. Um, and that history of what you saw happening with the farm with the German farmers and the the establishment of parishes there. You can correlate that to to the um, to the to the um, sorry uh, to the history of of what you saw happening in Edgebrook, or rather, I shouldn't just exclusively say it's Edgebrook. What you see happening in the city of Chicago and what you saw happening in the suburbs, slightly different but very similar, very similar in parallels. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to a break here on uh, Cal Chicago, but we're going to go move into a trailer. And first time seen mm-hmm. trailer of Holy Ground with our director, Michael Joles. So Clint and Brian, take it away. This world that we're looking at is very complicated. It's similar to what you would find today in Chicago politics, a blunt, more rough and tumble, uh, survival type mentality. There was no uh, internet, there was no phone, there was no Pony Express. The further back you go, it's just some guy on a horse. They came from countries where they were not allowed to own land. You were not allowed to accumulate assets. That's one of the things that they talk about the American dream. That is the American dream. And create wealth, you know, institutional, generational wealth for your family. You got to remember that the artisans that came over here, the Polish, the Irish, you know, they all had their neighborhoods and their church in their neighborhood. And they were really proud of their church in their neighborhood. For us, it is not just a building. For us, it's a testament of our labor. It's a testament, it's a monument to our faith. You wanna know the history of the city of Chicago? The design of the flag tells the story of the city. These railroad tracks were originally put down in 1872. At the time, this wasn't part of Chicago. And this occurred because the townships voted to become city dwellers. It will be a special night to remember on Friday, December 1st at Catholic Charities 2023 Spirit of St. Nicholas Ball at the Chicago Hilton. The Spirit of St. Nicholas Ball is one of the most elegant galas of the holiday season in Chicago. 
and proceeds provide critical funding for our programs and services into the new year. Gather your families, friends, and work colleagues for an extraordinary black tie event to celebrate the Christmas season. Enjoy an opening reception, gourmet meal, and live entertainment courtesy of the Ken Arlen Orchestra, all in support of Catholic Charities. Don't miss this special night for a great cause on Friday, December 1st. To purchase tickets and learn about sponsorships for the Spirit of St. Nicholas Ball, visit catholiccharities.net or call 312-948-6864. That's 312-948-6864. Forty-four for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun, and they get it. I see that light bulb go off, and it's a thrill. People are always amazed. What? What? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org schooljobs. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Get us also on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago, YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackwith and our guest is Michael Joles, the director of the new documentary, Holy Ground. As we're leading to the second half of the program, Michael, that to do a documentary that the final project, 100 minutes, which is phenomenal, and the trailer we saw was fantastic. The, the B-roll, the interviews, there had to be what I call moments of divine intervention as you were going along, take you to a new road, new direction, new insight, new question. Talk about the many moments of divine intervention for this documentary. Please do not excommunicate me if I speak heresy right now. <laughs> there, were, there were odd things throughout this production that eventually I just went, okay, you know what, you're in charge. You know, there, there were many, you know, a, a, a film, the filmmaking process has a lot of things that come up, uh, inconveniences and distractions. And, um, and when you're doing a, a film like this, that uh, is for, is, has a re- you know, religious undertone to it. And it's not, I, I, I hesitate to say, oh, it's a faith-based film. It's like, no, no, no. It's, it's, we're trying to make a history of Chicago from the perspective of mm-hmm. the Catholics. I want to make a film. We were, our cell goal set out to make a film that anyone could watch. An atheist could watch, a Jewish person could watch, a Muslim person could watch. It's historical. 
However, because it is it it you you know you're doing a movie that has a, a, a God involvement. There are moments where you you would have the frustration. You kind of go, oh, you want to help? It's your movie. You want to help? You know? And mm-hmm. I, I I lost count of how many times. And it would be small matters. Something wouldn't be working out, and then magically it would come through. I shouldn't even use the word magically. It was just there were, there were these moments of you you kind of go, okay, I'm not in charge here. I'm just going to sit over here and just wait for things to figure out. Now, one thing, Michael, I can say this. We can talk about yeah. the people in the, in the program we were doing might have been saying to you, oh, what a coincidence how this came together, how that came together. Right. And I always say a coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. I love that. that oh, that's pretty good. A coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. Because all of a sudden, you begin your day's work as you continue the documentary for the narrative, for the writing, for the research, for the interviews. And when you're trying to put it together, all of a sudden, you're taking down a road because something clicks. And really, you can say, oh, what a coincidence. Yeah, God's way of remaining anonymous. Even the very length of it, I think you told me originally you were hoping for 60 minutes or was it 30 minutes ended up being a hundred minutes which you never would have dreamed of the minute you began the production you thought it'd be like that so give us some of those um yeah, until i get told it's too long but <laughs> <laughs> give us some of those uh, divine intervention moments in terms of uh that joe so caught you off guard but in hindsight was like thank you lord well the the one that always comes to mind because there was a witness um I mean, this had been going on the entire. Pre- I mean, we started in April 2021. Mm-hmm. Now, t- most of 22, we were focused on because we were doing two with the Marion stained glass windows simultaneous productions. So, Holy Ground was not a predominant thing throughout 2022, 2020. But there were still many moments. But the most, like, kind of shocking Jarring. was when I was in Los Angeles with Eric Cunningham, who is with the segment in the trailer. He's the one who makes the comment about. Uh, 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 the guy on the horse, you know, traveling around. So we use the Griffith Park Observatory in the film because it was constructed by the WPA. We're mm-hmm. in L.A. Let's go. So for those of you who have not been there, it is a long drive up through Griffith Park. And as we're driving up on a Friday afternoon, uh, you know, I have a camera. I have a rig. We have sound. We're driving up and you start to see parking all and he's like, man, I don't know, man, who wants to rock all this up with all this gear? Let's just see. And we get to the top and, and the, the main parking lot, which is large, but it's packed and you have to, you know, all traffic must keep moving. So we start snaking through. And he's like, man, if we have to start, then go back down the hill to park to walk back up. And I said to him, I went, hey, God's movie, man. God's movie. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you just say, hi, you want to help take care of this problem? It'd be great. We get to the tail end of the parking lot right in front of us. The prime parking spot of car pulls out Hmm. right in front of us. Wow. And sneak right in. Amazing. I broke silence first. Like I was saying, shut up! (laughs) He couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it either. Because it's like, okay, great. Now we can just walk out with all of our stuff and, you know, come over and do what we had to do instead of walking up a huge hill with all this, yeah. you know, get the scene and then, you know, have it, have it be done. But there were mo- – and there were always small moments that were little reminder. Like you just – they were small, but they were very like – okay, I get the point. Yeah. Um, it was interesting, Michael, that every day – and I'm sh- sure this with uh, people from the cathedral, 
my staff. Every day I begin my day with this prayer that I say at least 10 times a day. It's very simple. Lord Jesus, may I trust in you completely, that I know you're with me, and I shall not fear, and you, Lord Jesus, will do the rest. Lord Jesus, may I trust in you completely, that I know you're with me, that I shall not fear, you, Lord Jesus, will do the rest. It's a prayer of trust and surrender. So doing this whole documentary, there had to be times when you just had to step back and say, Lord, I give this to you, and by the grace of God, it turned out better than the best plans you could have come up with. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, could, <sighs> Man, there's this great book that I'm reading. It's called Rising Up from Indian Countries by Ann Dirk and Keating. I had, I had highlighted that book. It was dripping with yellow ink until someone, oh, you know, she's just so-and-so. Like, no, she's, what? We've been using this book. Yeah. Suddenly, we have her in the film. Yeah. Um, and there were just a lot of moments like that where you kind of go, you, I, I would stupidly, and I chastise myself over getting frustrated or anxiety like, of, over something, be like, how many more times do you need to be hit on the side of the head yeah. realizing that you're not in charge on this one, exactly. buddy? You, this is given over to a higher power. We are <laughs> so in tune to our life to being in control, the sense of trusting and surrendering to God of letting go and letting God. Now, as part of this documentary, you've interviewed many, many people from different all parts of walks of life from all over. How did you come to some of the individuals who are part of this documentary? Uh, well, some, that's, uh, that's a complicated question. Some of it was um, knowing people who were good on camera. Mm -hmm. That was one. Uh, I mean, they're brilliant. I don't want to talk bell of my favorite author. Of my, my favorite author has written some great, I'm not going to say his name. He's written some great books. I've seen him talk and I was like, this isn't as exciting as I was hoping it would be. The yeah. books are great. Um, and by the way, in I, theology, it happens the same way. You got some great theologians who are tremendous writers, but before an audience, they're dull. But you read their writings, phenomenal. You get them in a lecture, they put you to sleep. The, and I'm not knocking them at all, but they're gifted writers, mm -hmm. but not speakers. Some were gifted speakers. And vice versa. And vice versa. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so part. So a lot of it was the uh, uh, was getting people who were good on camera and also getting the experts. Um, because Billy Caldwell is such a predominant figure in this story, um, someone like Susan Kelsey, uh, a person like Ann Durkin Keating. Um, and then in, in other areas of, of, like Eric Cunningham, he has a great knowledge of the Chicago fire. His scene, you know, like, he's really good. And it's like, right, he's never written a book on the Chicago fire. He's never, he, he's, I know he, he is, he, I, <laughs> you get mad at me for saying this, I don't care. Uh, I know he's got a screenplay hidden somewhere for like a feature film about <laughs> it. Oh, I'm going to get yelled at for that. Um, <laughs> so I know he, he – but he, and when he, the way he talks about it is so engaging. I mean it killed me. If he talked for five minutes and I had to trim it down to three, it killed me because those two minutes were so good. So out. that was part of the what, what kind of chose who we put into Now the in the last couple of minutes because our half hour is coming up here is – Tell us about what's happening on December 14th. So December 14th, we are uh, premiering it at the Landmark at the Glen, uh, which is in Glenview. Uh, there's a screening at 5.30 and 8. Um, same screening both times. You know, uh, 
and it's it's free, completely free. Now how do people do they sign up? Do they just you show use, up? You sign up, Gene. You can walk in, but it's an RSVP seat. So if there are seats available, obviously, um, but you go to sign up genius, or if you go to either St. Peter's, Lambert's and Skokie or St. Mary of the Wood, Chicago, there'll be links there. You can uh, sign up for a seat. Um, it's free, no free will offering. It's, it's an entirely free screening. That's the way we want it to be. So we're going to be on Thursday evening, Thursday, December 14th at 5.30 PM, 5.30 and showing 8 PM. And the second showing is and at again, 8 PM. Michael, how can they sign up? Using sign up genius. Or go to what parishes? St. Mary of the Wood, Chicago, or Saints Peter and Lambert in Skokie. And be one evening, 5.30, 8 p.m. And 8 p.m. Now, in the last minute, any closing thoughts? And how, let me put it this way, how did this documentary touch your life? Ask me that in a year. <laughs> because the, the answer to that question usually takes a little bit of hindsight. I will say right off the bat, was a deeper appreciation for now I could walk around downtown Chicago and go, oh, Sir Mac, Anthony Sir Mac, or Kinsey, John Kinsey, because you, you, you consume a lot of material. Now, a lot of it doesn't make it into the, into the film, intentionally so, right. um, but a deeper understanding of, of what is going on around you, you know, instead of just, you know, driving through the city of Chicago is the most miserable experience on planet Earth. Um, mm -hmm. But also understanding, oh, this used to be this, or this was the old district, or how North Avenue was the northernmost point of the city versus before they annexed this whole chunk off to, you know. So those kind of things really give a deeper understanding to. So this whole documentary, even taking the name, you know, Caldwell Street, yeah. Caldwell Avenue, a lot of people didn't realize it's part of Billy Caldwell, Chief Sauganash. We just hear the name, you know, you know where's Caldwell? Okay, yeah, called Northwest Side. Well, we need to bring it to a close. We want to thank, in a very special way, Michael Joles, the director of the new documentary, Holy Ground, which will be showing premiere on Thursday, December 14th at the Landmark at the Glen. You're listening to Calc Chicago and WNDZ. You can also get us on YouTube.com, Calc Chicago. Father Greg Sakowitz, stay with us for part two of the program. Michael, you've been a fantastic guest. You've got tremendous energy. I God paid bless him to say you. that. God bless you, you, and we'll be back after these messages. Do not touch that dial.